In today's gospel, we have the beautiful and well-known parable of the Good Samaritan. Yeah, I'd like to look at, dive into this gospel and look at it from two perspectives. From the perspective of the victim, the man who fell a victim, and the Good Samaritan. And then lastly, um, life application. So, so there you go. That's the outline of this homily. Talking about the victim, the Good Samaritan, and how it applies to us. Sound like a good plan? First, the victim. We're told that a man fell victim to robbers as he went down from Jerusalem to Jericho. You know, note that the man was traveling from Jerusalem to Jericho. For the Jews, Jerusalem was known as a holy city, as God's city. And that's where the temple of the Lord was and where God dwelt. What about Jericho? What kind of city? It's a sinful city and symbolized and symbolically a place that's distant from God and the things of God. And that's why it says that the man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho. He went from a high place to a low place, ge geographically, but also spiritually. He went from being with God to without him. And this man was stripped and beaten up by robbers and was close and was left half dead. This man who was with God and close to him in Jerusalem, he left God and is now in a helpless and injured state. Does this situation sound familiar to you? It could be used to describe our condition whenever we sin. Sin, particularly grave sin, it robs us of our friendship with God. It distances us from Him. It also leaves us half dead or half alive. And what's the opposite of sin? It's to say yes to God and to His will. It's to love Him. And when we authentically love God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength, we're moved to love and serve others. We're moved to love and serve our neighbor. That's because God's love isn't meant to be stored up, but to be shared with those around us. And the more we empty ourselves, the more we give of ourselves, the more we receive God's grace and the more we're able to love. So the wounded man is left stranded on the road. He's helpless. Right? He can't help himself. So what can he do? What can he do in this situation? A responsorial psalm today gives us the answer. Turn to the Lord in need and you will live. Now, 
enter the good Samaritan. Now, this, now we're in their second part. Upon seeing the victim in need of help, the good Samaritan was moved with compassion. He approached him, poured oil and wine over his wounds, and bandaged him. What amazing love and mercy the good Samaritan had for his neighbor. The good Samaritan in the parable is, of course, Jesus. And Jesus, he approaches us and desires to pour his merciful love on us when we've sinned and are in need of him. And that's why he came into our broken world, in order to save us from our sins. Only Jesus can heal our spiritual woundedness. And Jesus, the same Jesus, continues to heal us today in the life of the church through his ordained ministers. The oil and the wine are symbolic of the sacramental life of the church so that deacon, priest, and bishop in their respective ministries use oil for baptism, confirmation, holy orders, and the anointing of the sick. The wine is the Eucharist. It's bread and wine transformed into the body and blood of Christ in the Mass, in this Mass. And what a beautiful image of the church. The church, in its sacramental life, pours into wounded souls the very life of Jesus Christ. The story of mercy continues. The next day, he took out two silver coins and gave them to the innkeeper with the instruction, take care of him. If you spend more than what I have given you, I shall repay you on, your, on my way back. The Samaritan pays for the victim. The word redemption comes from the Latin word which means to pay for, to buy back. Jesus, by his death on the cross, has redeemed us. He's paid the price for us. He's brought us back to life. And so in the life of the church, we rejoice in the fact that by the holy cross of Christ, we too have been saved. Now for the third part. Are you still with me? This is the question of the week for us. Who is God calling me to be the good Samaritan to? Who does God want me to be Jesus to? Or who in my life is in need of God's love and mercy? Who's that victim in need of help in my life? An obvious example would be the poor in our community. And I'd like to commend the members of our St. Vincent de Paul Society and the volunteers, the many volunteers in uh, our parish outreach and food pantry for their faithful service. But there are some not so obvious examples. 
the unborn child. And also the mother, the mother who may be single, afraid, vulnerable, in need of financial support. God calls us to love them both. Other examples, a lonely widow or widower, the homebound elderly person, even a priest who may be experiencing loneliness, who's uh, stressed out, experiencing burnout. Yeah, early in my priesthood, yeah, there was a time when I very much identified uh, with the victim from the gospel. I felt beaten up uh, mentally, uh, emotionally. And thank God there was a, a brother priest, a priest here in our diocese who, yeah, who reached out for me and, and um, yeah, he showed his care and support. And yeah, through his act of mercy and charity, um, I was able to, yeah, get through this uh, difficult you know, time in my life. You know, thank God for the good Samaritans in our lives. Brothers and sisters, if you're already living the good Samaritan life, then great. Keep on doing good. And keep on living the good life. If not, and there's someone you know in need of help, I encourage you, be Jesus to that person. Try it. You won't regret it.